Welcome to Spark. I'm Angela Wagner. And I'm Nicola Skino. And together we're here as your hosts for a mix of happy hour style venting and results-based coaching. Spark is a judgment-free space where we'll chat about both the brilliant bits of life as well as the bits that are a little more sucky. With lightness, laughter, and the belief that there's no such thing as oversharing, we'll guide you in finding clear paths out of murky messes and toward discovering inspiration in everyday moments. This week, we take a deep dive into the world of burnout. We also discuss family sickies and soulful simplicity. Welcome back, lady. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Yeah. So it's, this is like the fourth week, and I'm still sick, you guys. No. <laughs> <laughs> Man. <laughs> so the secret is out that we batch our podcasts. Mm-hmm. We, we practice do- what we preach. I know. And it's funny. So we should talk about this because I think we talked about this in the last episode or I don't know. We, we talk about it a lot. The idea of batching so that mm-hmm. it's a, just a great time management strategy. And I remember when we when I hired a coach last year to help me and she thought we were crazy because we were recording the podcast weekly, right? Yeah, which was nutty. It was nutty. I mean, everything was nutty about it and mm-hmm. everything about it was nutty. And so she was like, you need to batch them. And then we would get busy we'd have other things going on but this is kind of interesting so like because Nicole's schedule she can only podcast you only can podcast when your mom is in town mm-hmm. and you have this like four hour three hour whatever batch time and so it's mm-hmm. like okay well, we just like even though I'm sick and I think had you been working at the studio we would have been like oh we'll do it next week you know right it's kind of interesting so there's something to be said about discipline around the batching <laughs> uh, for sure but it it is I think it has paid off greatly doing it this way yeah, because even last night, I really was not feeling well at all. And I didn't want to do the outlines for the podcast. And I just kept putting it down. And then I'm like, no, you know, and it was just like, and it, it really didn't take all that much time. And you had sent me a ton of stuff. So it was really just plugging it in. But sometimes you just have to push through the, the discomfort. And then now I'm like, oh, my gosh, we now have like four more weeks of material will be done. And that's so yeah. I mean, I think we're all the way into like March now. Yeah, we're, so this is, if everything goes as planned, this will come out on March 14th, and it's February 2nd, so we're like six weeks ahead of the game, people. I know. What? what? <laughs> I know. But that's also good to build in, um, with anything you do, you always want to build in some padding. That's key, because I tell, like, I'm teaching... Um, an advanced teacher training right now. And so one of the things that I teach them when they're creating a workshop, it's tempting when you create content or a workshop or anything in your life to just schedule things to the minute. But I tell them they have to have 20 minutes of dead space at the end because they will need it. And they're like, really? I'm like, mm-hmm. I guarantee you'll be so happy you did. So every time. Yeah. So just give yourself some padding. And that way, like if something does really come up and we can't podcast, we know, or at least we have two weeks of padding. I love I love batching though all sorts of things cuz I feel I feel so accomplished and then like you start to develop this rhythm so like once you get one done or one task done and then you get the second one done you you're already like in that zone you're not having to stop and restart and stop and restart I don't know there's something to be said about the productivity behind it it's super efficient um and I feel like we get I don't know there's a rhythm there for sure it's so that is so true because if you think about all the time we waste going back and forth even when I do like just one simple task I'm often checking email and a text is coming in or something and it's like it's just so awesome like especially with podcasting I shut all that off and so you know you just have this one focus you get the job done and then you're free and then you can move on and it's just it's so fabulous 
Mm-hmm. And you can enjoy Hugh with a cup of coffee while you do it. I love it. Ugh, let's use that word all the time. <laughs> if you don't know what we're talking about, we're like obsessed now. So episode 56 last week was all about Hugh. <laughs> and that's all I'll say. You have to go listen. <laughs> yeah, you just have to. I have my massive big woohoo cup and it's very Hugh like. So I'm so excited about our date. So we have a girl date coming up. Oh, I'm so excited too. I can't wait. Because <laughs> which, so this is, I don't know how you feel, but I've been like, I feel like a part of my like limb, one of my limbs is gone because I don't get to see you and talk to you. Like, well, I talk to you like I think much more than we did in the beginning, but it's, it's different now, don't you think? Oh yeah. Yeah. I don't, oh man, <laughs> been missing you something fierce, but I am pumped now that uh, Fiona allows us to chat on the phone. <laughs> I know. Now we can actually have conversations. <laughs> yeah, before she wasn't letting us chat on the phone. Um, but now, originally, she was, you know, screaming or needing something in the beginning. Now she just joyfully chats to you in the background, but she lets me talk to you. So that's nice. That's my connection to the outside world, some adult time. Well, and I'll, we'll have to find a time um, to schedule me coming back down there and we can with the weather being nicer go for walks and stuff and i i definitely oh, when yeah. the kids get better want to take them down they'll love it they'll love oh my it. gosh yes and they can come see the ducks oh it's so huge <laughs> oh yeah oh we'll plan that we'll do like a family day maybe on a sunday mm-hmm. um but our girl date is you know because we're such like simplicity nerds so this woman courtney carver if some of you have probably heard her heard of her just wrote a book called soulful simplicity which i love that name don't you oh yeah just warm and fuzzy mm. yeah and and she has a really really interesting story like her whole journey to becoming um, a minimalist was about like she was diagnosed with ms and she just realized like she had to make some serious changes in her life and she's like so healthy now and she just she you should read her story um i think her we'll post in the show notes but i think her website is be more with less and so i saw that she was doing a a a lecture tour where book tour and so that's what i got you for christmas and it's funny because nicole and i don't Uh. exchange usually because we're we don't want stuff (laughs) (laughs) no gifts please (laughs) no stuff and giving gifts isn't our love language which we've talked about in another episode but um but I said, this will be so much fun, and then we'll get to go. So we're going to go listen to her speak, and then the book is included. So that'll be kind of interesting. What are you going to do with, like, the physical book? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I'll definitely read it, and then, I don't know, I'll probably share it with someone else. Yeah. Pass it on. Yeah. I mean, I think so. I like this. Yeah. It's, and, you know, that's what I do with, like, all my mom books. Like, And I'm like, just pass it on. Like, somebody else can use this, you know, so – yeah, but I'm super excited because it'll be my first, like, big solo outing. Yeah, which is a little stressful with breastfeeding, I'm not going to lie. Like, because your boobs will get really, like, uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, I'm not looking forward to that. And on top of that, she's not digging the bottle. So that's even more stressful. So <laughs> we're not sure how we're going to do it, but we're going to figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Well, sometimes, like, necessity, right? When she realizes, like, no, there really is no other way to get this food. She, yeah. She'll probably give in, you know. <laughs> the boobs have left the building. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the boobs have left. Oh my God! You know that Sarah Jane's gonna put that in our teaser. Oh man, <laughs> she's like, oh, there's a gem. <laughs> oh, okay. Real so talk. We're... <laughs> I don't know how we're back to sucky moment. I feel like we've been doing lots of sucky. I guess we did brilliant moment last week. Here's our sucky scale: one being 
kind of sucky. Five being super sucky. One. Two. Three. Seriously? Four. Five. I rate this a four. And as you guys have been listening to the last three plus episodes, um, I'm sick. And so the, the family's been sick. It's so interesting as a parent. Like, I remember one of my best friends, Becca, like when her kids were um, more like Luke and Zoe's age, I was like, they would cancel on us all the time for like plans, whether it would be with the kids or date night or whatever. And we would get so annoyed because we didn't have kids, you know? Yeah. We'd be like, you know, and and as a person that doesn't have kids, it can sometimes feel like it's an excuse. And I'm sure some people do use their kids as an excuse because it's an easy one. But right. Sometimes I was like, really? Again? Everyone's sick again? Like, what is wrong with you guys? You know? <laughs> mm-hmm. But I totally get it. And it's just tough because the kids go to school and, you know, they're, they just, especially Zoe, I mean, she's just at that age where she's slobbering and putting her hands everywhere. And this is a tough season for the, for the kids right now. Like, every kid is getting sick and the flu is rampant. And so... And then when you live with them, they you pass it around to each other. So that's how you all end up with it. I know. And as a mom, like you can't, I mean, you're wiping their nose and wiping their butt and changing their diaper. And I mean, like mm-hmm. my hands are literally like scaly from washing so much. Mm-hmm. And I'm Me like, too. you know, bathing in essential oils. Um, my mentor Todd's like, oh my God, just take a, we call it an immune bomb. And it's like five different oils and you put it in a gel cap and then you swallow it and, and it's supposed to help kill viruses and you know do all these things and I'm like listen all you people without kids out there this stuff works on you but not me right right now you know because <laughs> mm-hmm. sometimes it's it's just almost inevitable right yeah you um, just gotta let it like do its course <laughs> and then be done yeah but I do feel like I'm kind of getting over it a lot quicker than I used to and I do find that my kids don't get um, as sick as they used to, like when Luke was younger, like every cold became an ear infection, you know? And so since I've been using the oils and just being much more intentional and like taking the toxins out of our home and changing our products and stuff, I've seen a big shift. So like Zoe still gets ear infections, but it, it's maybe twice a year versus like, you know, I don't yeah, know. Cause it was all the time in the beginning with Luke. I remember that poor guy. Ugh. Yeah, it was bad. Um, yeah, he even ended up in the hospital at one point. Um, so my inspired action, um, well, and I said this last week, I think, so I kind of already gave it away, but it's kind of the huge moment. It was like Luke and I were cuddling on the couch, and he, poor kid, he threw up probably like five times yesterday. Aww. He threw up everywhere, and he handled it so well. He's never had a stomach bug, so I didn't, you know, I'd never experienced that. And so he was just so sweet and cute about it but he just wanted to snuggle with mom all day and so we just laid on the couch and snuggled and as much as it was so awful to see him sick like you could just see how much he loved the time we had Mm -hmm. and I did too so you know and I think another lesson is just like to take the time to rest yeah I love that and to snuggle take the time to snuggle snuggle oh my gosh I mean you can just feel it like they say was it the oxytocin is that what mm-hmm. yeah um that comes out I mean you literally can like feel a rush in your body mm-hmm. oh, it's amazing yeah and I I'm like spilling my guts out because I'm tired and don't feel well <laughs> I'm like let me tell you guys about my life but um 
It was also really special because when Zoe came along, I mean, it's, it's just different, right? And so it's so rare that I get time with just Luke. And so that was really neat, you know? Oh, that is. And that's like crucial for kids is to have some one-on-one time. Yes. Because it's it rare. So when it happens, it's a big deal. Yeah. And then it's funny because he was, he went to the doctor yesterday. We, I took him and then um, today he was definitely better. He's even had like a, a solid poop yesterday. So he was better. And he woke up. The first thing he says is, mommy, my tummy hurts. And I'm like, does your tummy hurt or do you not want to go to school? I don't want to go to school. <laughs> he wanted some more snuggle time. Yeah. So I had already planned to have my mom and dad help out. So anyway, so he, he got another day because I thought, you know what? I mean, he's three and a half. Like he's going to be fine. Like, give him another day. Mm-hmm. So he, get, he gets a day with Nana and Papa, which is super special without Zoe. So poor Zoe's at school. <laughs> <laughs> She'll get her day when she needs it, though, too. <laughs> yes. Okay, so burnout, we're going to talk about burnout, which is seemingly very similar to overwhelm, right? Which we talked about a couple episodes ago. Mm-hmm. But I, it was interesting because like when I asked you, what do you want to talk about? This was one of the things that you listed. So we want to share maybe why this came up for you. Oh, yeah. Um, I think, mm, let me gather my thoughts. Um, I think burnout is something we don't talk about enough, like I think it's very real and a lot of people don't know how they don't have the tools to like overcome it. And that's why they end up staying in that overwhelm stage for so long and then eventually falling into the burnout. And I feel like we should talk about it more often and why I get there and how I end up in that situation is I don't ask for help. And especially being a new mom going from working full time to not working and just being home full time. And I could easily see how being a stay at home mom, like you could burn out on that very quickly. Cause it, I mean, one it's new, it's overwhelming, but it's also very isolating and can be super lonely. And, uh, so I started doing a lot of research on how to avoid burnout and like how, cause I wanted my cup to fill full and it's very easy to slip into the whole complaining. Oh man, I just hit like all the episodes we just did right then. Um, but Oh my God, nice work. <laughs> yeah, unintentional. Um, but I think it's easy to be in that space and I didn't want to get there. Like I'm very happy with how my life is going. I am loving staying at home and I'm having a blast with Fiona. But there are all these other moments like it's not, you know, super peachy all the time. So I I think it's important to acknowledge that and then have the tools ready so that I can pull myself out of that if it starts to come to it. Like when I get overwhelmed, how do I get out of it? If I start approaching burnout, when to ask for help? What do I need to do? Does that make sense? (laughs) Yeah, no, I love that. And it's so interesting because you and I are, you know, both moms, but um, but I'm on the other side where I'm. I don't know, just decided to have three jobs while I was doing this mom thing. Um, So it's different. But I remember when I was doing, when I was on maternity leave, really feeling that. And I think part of it for me is like, I'm not, like the fabric of my being is not meant, I'm like, I know I'm not meant to be a stay-at-home mom. Like it's, I just, I'm I'm not, (laughs) I'm not built that way. Um, Mm -hmm. And so it, it is challenging for me sometimes. And then of course I have this whole other aspect of, guilt around that and you know <laughs> that, yeah. that's another episode but um mm-hmm. 
But I totally understand that. And honestly, I look at stay-at-home moms like you and think, how in the world are you doing that? Like, John and I are literally like, can we go to work now? Like, it's, it's we find it very challenging. So I hats off to you, sister. Ooh, thank you, girl. Um, but I, I, I just think people need to talk about this kind of stuff more. That's why I'm excited that we're talking about it. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree because we talk a lot about or we sort of in passing mention words like busy and overwhelm, which was a couple episodes ago. But that as a chronic condition leads to burnout and burnout is a pretty serious thing. And I think we kind of throw the word out like it's not a big deal. I'm totally mm-hmm. burned out, man. But it's like, no, it's the, so the definition, because of course I looked it up by psychology today is a state of chronic stress that leads to physical and emotional exhaustion, cynicism and detachment, feelings of ineffectiveness and lack of accomplishment. Mm-hmm. So, that, I mean, that's pretty severe, right? Yeah, very severe. Yeah. And so um, I think if you haven't listened to episode 55, go back and listen to that first because that one's on overwhelm, which is in my mind a precursor to burnout. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's what happens when we don't get ourselves out of the chronic stress cycle and it becomes something more serious, right? And so just on like a less serious note, like this is something that I um, see or work with a lot in like the yoga teaching community. So as a trainer, like when I train people, I discuss this because what often happens, and I think this can be true with any new job or hobby or whatever, where you just go all in to an extreme Mm -hmm. and then you go, I mean, you just go straight to burnout, not straight to burnout, but like people will take on every kind of class that they want. They're teaching at, you know, eight locations. They're, they're canceling, you know, trips with their friends. They're not spending time with their loved ones. They're, you know what I mean? And so it's like, it becomes sort of all consuming because it's like the new thing. And while you might need to do that in the beginning to get a job and to, cause you're pumped, like there needs to be an end to that. Mm-hmm. And so that's something I always, especially when I'm consulting other yoga studio owners, it's like something that we talk about is like making sure you have a pulse on what's happening with everyone in your staff. And so that's actually just a good tool for anyone who manages. Um, But also like if you manage your family, right, like as a mom or a dad or um, a spouse, you know, like knowing the signs of the people around you and what is going to lead to that place and catching them early is key. Because I think in this case, a lot of times we need the external help. Yeah, definitely. And I think this one is super relatable on so many levels of like new job, new role, new mom, all of these things that you can fall into and you're like super pumped about them and you're going like headstrong and you're pumped and then like it can very quickly become so consuming. Yeah. And I mean, the key is nothing has to be all or nothing, right? So say you're, you're for example, at home and yes, I mean, right now you can't work and you don't have a car. So there's a the reality of that. Although there's, I'm, I know you're, you're doing this kind of work and you're doing a, a few other things too. So mm-hmm. you can kind of make, make it what you want and maybe it doesn't look exactly like it used to, but it doesn't mm-hmm. have to feel like the only thing you do is mom. Exactly. I think that's been crucial for me to not approach the burnout was like, once we got through the um, colic phase, then I was like, okay, human again, let's do this. And I, I need to feel like I'm creating something like I'm accomplishing a task and, and not just like, I got the vacuuming done today. Yes, that is when I get that done. (laughs) It is a I am super pumped about it. And it is a big deal when it does happen. But I also like I'm just I'm a very like, 
creative. I want to be in that constant creation mode. And so like I started finding new hobbies, working on new projects and other little things that I'm doing. And then also drawing in like my fitness and, you know, Fiona and I started doing yoga together and all of those little things. I think building those tools up have helped me like satisfy that need to like one checkbox by I accomplished something today. Um, I learned something new today. I started a new hobby today. Like all of those little things, that's what's helping me feel like not just the mom. Yes. When I went to your house, it's been several months, but you had some sort of project you were working on. Oh man, I have so many girl. (laughs) I am, I am such a nerd. I, uh, learned yesterday because so, I'm trying to do something every week, learning something new with Fiona. Um, I learned how to finger knit yesterday. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. I know. I'm so excited about it. And it's, uh, I made a friendship bracelet is what I made. <laughs> I'll give it to you. It's so cute. Um, but it's, it's just made out of yarn. But like it brought me so much joy. One, to be working with my hands is crucial for me. That was something that I just, I love to work with my hands. Um, and then two, like I created something, I learned something new. Like I felt like it hit all these little points and it was just such a high for me. Um, to like, I don't want to fall into that category where I just become the mom. Like I, I know that I need more than that. Um, like I want more, not more substance. What's a good word there? Like I, I want to have, I want to be well-rounded. I want to hit all of the little things that bring me joy and, you know, cause Fiona's going to become independent and do her own thing. And I, I want to have, you know, some things that stimulate me too. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, and I think too, when anyone who's a parent, you can lose your identity exactly. in a child, right? And it's like your identity becomes mom. And I noticed like even when I went to bring Luke to the doctor yesterday, they, they don't know your name there. They just call you mom, you know? Mm-hmm. And I know they do that so that, you know, it's just easier for them. But I'm like, okay. it's And I thought it was so cool at first. I was like, oh, I'm mom. And now I'm like, I'm Angela. Hello. Get to know me, you know? <laughs> yeah, because it's um, really easy to slip into that role and like that's all I am. And that can be like a super lonely place too. Like that's all. I am. Yeah. And it can be anything. Like I remember when I was um, really deep in the yoga studio and that was my world. And I didn't even really want to tell people what I did for a living because I didn't want that to define me, you know, Mm -hmm. and I would fill out, I don't know, like those surveys and stuff where they're like, what's, you know, what do you like to do for fun? And I, I mean, I never had anything to fill in. It was always like, go to live music concerts and hang out with my friends and family and I was like, I don't have a hobby besides yoga and that's my job, you know? So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's important to have those different, those different little facets of your life. That's what keeps you from getting into that overwhelm to the burnout. That's what gets you. I don't know. That's how you fill your cup up, I think. Yeah. I actually did try to have my mom teach me, I was knitting or crocheting. I can't remember knitting, I think, when I, when I had Luke, especially because I was nursing and I was just, you know, had a lot of time for it, but I could not do it. I was not good at it. And I was so frustrated. Oh man, it's really hard. So I started with something super (laughs) basic. Like you teach kids, like how to, like, it's really like a really basic thing. Um, but I was really, I'm really pumped about doing it and there's all these different levels of it. And it's something I can teach Fiona when she's older, like how to make a, you know, you all go through that phase where you want to make a friendship bracelet. And then this is like precursors to, um, teaching you how to knit and all that, if you want to learn how to do that. But like, I'm just, I'm just like picking things that I've always wanted 
to do, but when I was working, you know, crazy hours and, or when I just, I didn't have time. So yep. like now I'm really exploring them. Like I've decided I'm going to learn how to garden because we love having plants inside the house. So I've decided I'm going to have a garden and I am super pumped about spring. <laughs> oh my gosh. And then you can come and really test yourself out at my house. Cause we want to do like a little side. Our neighbors across the street have like on the side of their house, um, like all these herbs, they have like an herb garden there. And awesome. Yes. And so, and you know, I don't, I think we talked about this maybe in a podcast, but we have like this random huge tomato plant that just showed up in our front yard. And Amazing. Um, I know. And so, but of course it's gone because it's winter now. So Luke's like, are these tomatoes going to come back? And I'm like, oh, we have to like legitimately plant that. We just like got lucky, but um, I didn't think anything would survive, but Jessica and Nathan were like, oh, totally. So maybe you can come and help us. Cause I'm like, oh man, so cool. Ah, so cool. Like I'm excited to, we're looking into like, he's building me, he built me a compost, Vic. We oh, wow. Worked together. Yeah, you're total country. I love it. Oh, yeah, girl. <laughs> we went full on in, but like Vic's taking on, like he's learning some woodworking stuff and I've been learning. So that's another one I've been learning how to do is like use power tools, which, whoa, super gratifying. And we built a compost together and he's going to build me some raised garden beds. I mean, cause we've got the space now and I'm like, yes, why not? <laughs> oh yeah. That's so great. And then you just have all this beautiful, fresh, organic. Oh, I know. So stay tuned to this craziness. <laughs> oh, I'm excited. Oh yeah. 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 Um, okay. Now, now I'm all pumped about this. Okay. So th this one that we've been talking about, like a ton is really finding a new hobby, which obviously gets us excited, right? Mm -hmm. And that can sometimes be tough because if people are feeling like they're burning out and then they're overwhelmed, they're like, I can't add anything to my plate. But like something I did for Christmas, like I've heard a lot of people talk about um, adult coloring books being re really relaxing. Mm -hmm. I'm not artistic um, in that sense at all. And so like I don't draw or like you do all those cool drawings and I can't do any of that. And so I thought, well, I can color. So I got some nice colored pencils and I got this like coloring book that has all these inspirational sayings. And so instead of like getting on social media, I I worked on that. I, I do need to get different um, colored pencils because it was actually like hurting my shoulder. I was like, oh, I feel so old right now because like <laughs> col coloring is hurting my shoulder. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> So um, I, it's in the process. I might change to markers. But my point being, like, that doesn't have to be something crazy new that you learn. It, that was, like, $5 and quick and easy. But instead of being on CNN, which stresses me out for the last 20 minutes before I go to sleep, I can do that instead. Mm -hmm. And that's, like, a super good way to relax, not just for kids, but for adults. So I love it. Yeah. Yeah, it is kind of neat to see the kids. Um, so I think it's really important to discuss some of the – the signs of physical and emotional exhaustion because this is how you can really see and feel if you're on the other side of overwhelm into a dangerous place. And some of these really resonated with me. So one is chronic fatigue. So if you're constantly talking about being exhausted, I mean, sometimes it is that you need to go to sleep earlier. And we did a whole episode on sleep. So Lindsay will link to that in the show notes. Um, so sometimes it really is that, but sometimes it's more, right? Insomnia, not being able to sleep once you're in bed. Um, forgetfulness, impaired concentration and attention. That can also be stemmed from just doing too many things at once, like we talked about. If you're not focused in kind of batching your task and you're doing everything as a multitask, then you can you can go there pretty quickly, I feel like. Mm -hmm. um, physical symptoms are like GI stuff. So I went through this for years. And some of it was my diet, but a lot of my stress um, – 
I hold in my stomach. So if I'm stressed, I generally have GI issues, chest pain, dizziness, headaches, um, any kind of increased illness, loss of appetite, anxiety, depression, and anger. So, I mean, it's kind of obvious that those are things that go along with it, but you know, you just want to watch. Like I noticed I was just so tired all the time. And then I, I didn't even know I was anxious when, after Zoe was born, I just knew that she cried all the time and I couldn't handle it. Um, and then my doctor was like, you have postpartum anxiety. And I'm like, oh, is this anxiety? Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, I guess it is, you know? And so sometimes you can't even recognize it. Mm -hmm, for sure. I think I started to notice that I, I mean, I knew I was going to be tired. Like I knew that that was part of it. But when I was having trouble falling asleep, when I was already tired, that's when I started to realize that I was allowing myself to slip into a different space for sure. Yeah, right. So what did you do to get out of it? Um, so I think for me, mine was stemming around like my mind was constantly working. So after being like working with you in such a fast paced, get so many things done working on 875 different projects, which I love that kind of environment. Like that's very stimulating to me. Um, I wasn't getting that stimulation in that manner. Now I'm over like keeping someone alive, which is a whole different type of <laughs> stimulation. Um, I was very like fully consumed by all of that, but there was this intellectual side of me that was like missing something. And so I think that was what was causing me to have a hard time sleeping at night. So that's when, you know, Vic and I started like, he was like, you need to start brainstorming some stuff you want to do, like things you can do, you know, while you're breastfeeding her while she's napping. And that's when I really started looking into like, you know, finding a new hobby, learning something new. Like I took a whole course on how to make my own website. So I've been learning how to make a website, like all these little, little tasks. And, and that's one that people don't often talk about is like the intellectual stimulation that sometimes you need when you're by yourself all day with a little person. Um, and that was what helped me really pull myself out of there. And then I got, I was able to this, I had something to get excited about, not just, you know, I get to play with the baby all day, which is awesome. But on a different level, I can meet that need that I needed my adult brain. My adult brain needed that. <laughs> Absolutely. And that's, I think, key is you have to know what you need to feel whole. Mm -hmm. And if you're, and it, it's funny, we've been talking a lot about this lately, just in people in, that I've, I've come across is, seems to be this theme of like balance, like finding balance in life. Right. And at the doTERRA summit, they were like, there is no balance, like because they, they they had a panel of moms that were doing the DoTerra business, and um, they were like, there there is no such thing as balance where it's just gonna everything is just gonna be even. Like it's all about figuring out what makes sense for you and your lifestyle. Because if you you know some people will say, well, it needs to be nine to five, and then after is just family, and you need to not be working at night. And it's like, well, that might be good for you, but for me, like I'm super stimulated from. A, after the kids go to bed and I get a ton done and I love that time. So who's mm -hmm. to say that's not balanced, right? Yeah. Um, so I think um, I really, that resonated with me a lot. And I thought, yeah, we, and someone else was talking about not wanting to do teacher training because they, they, they really protect their work-life balance. And I'm like, okay, well you have to be careful with that. I mean, I, I love that on one level, in the past, I would have said totally. But then on the other is sometimes if you're if you're only living in that balanced state, you never do something that you're super passionate about. Because if you're super passionate, you're going to come out of that balanced state. You need to because you need to put extra energy and time into it, right? Yeah. 
So anyway, I, that's kind of a tangent, but it's also like just a perspective shift sometimes to look at like if you're trying to get to this like quote balanced state, you can feel overwhelmed and burned out and you like you're kind of going towards something that doesn't even exist. You just made me think of um, something I read a long time ago about um, letting the whole balance word go and instead focusing on harmony, which is not like this 50-50 work, you know, 50 family. Like it's just how do you make the things that you do work in harmony together and how does that – and how does that – you know, how do you make that function versus this like struggle to like find this is how much I have to give to work. This is how much I have to give to family. I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. You just, balance. yeah, yeah. You just pulled that out of me. I don't know where that came from, but I like it. <laughs> no, that's really beautiful because again, it's, and you know, this is all semantic. So you can call any of this, whatever you want. It's whatever, whatever works for you. But I think sometimes we get caught up in these sort of phrases, you know, that idea of work-life balance is kind of an interesting one. I mean, definitely, obviously, we don't want you to get to a place where you're overwhelmed and exhausted. But again, if I lived from that place, I wouldn't be doing all three things that I love to be doing. And I would convince myself that I'm not spending enough time with my family and this and that. But it's like, no, I am. I'm just I'm working out how does this all work together? How is it harmonizing? (laughs) Yeah. Isn't that kind of beautiful though that you don't – now you can like let go of this whole I have to make each one have a certain weight or percentage to it. Like I just have to find a way to make them function together in a healthy way. Yes. Yes. And if you can't, then that's 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 certainly a different discussion, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But so scheduling free time is key, right? If you are someone who just fills your schedule so much and you like – vacation's a big one. Like we decided when we got married, like we were going to take a vacation every single year. Like hands down, there was no exception. And then we made an exception one year and we were like, never again, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, Cause we just know we need that to fill our cups back up. And so that's just important. But if you don't plan that, obviously like it's not going to happen. Right. Yeah. That, that, that's for us too. Like we're big, like Before we had Fiona, we were camping literally almost every weekend. And that is something that's like super like restart the battery for us. And if you don't plan that out, it just doesn't happen. Yeah. How are you guys handling that now? It That has been another source of allowing ourselves to slip into that overwhelm is because we're not at the point where we she's ready to go camping. Don't worry. She's she's almost there. Um but yeah, that, that's been another one that we've had to like, okay, we've got to plan out when it's going to happen and how we're going to figure that out. Um, and I think having it in the future, like set on my calendar has made me feel better about it. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, and when you're not nursing, it's going to be such a game changer. Yeah. <laughs> you know, cause if your mom could watch the baby and you guys just go away for a weekend, it's huge. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So know when you need a break, like a mental health day. I think that one's really hard for me because I'm always like, even if I'm like, okay, I'm screwed this. I'm going to go get a pedicure. Like the whole time I'm having a pedicure, I'm like thinking about what I need to be doing or I'm listening to some sort of video or podcast, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think mental health days are one of those things that we should encourage more instead of like, you have to be sick to take a sick day. I think a mental health day is the same thing. Like it's a sick day. Take it, honor it, and you shouldn't be judged for it. You like people need a reset and we need as a culture, we need to allow that and encourage it. Cause I mean, 
you need a break. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand why mental health is divided and defined so differently from from your physical body. Like it, your mind is is part of your physical body, you know? Yeah, we're all in the same place over here. <laughs> yeah, and we can't function without our mental health. So it, it's really, it is really sad that that, yeah. Like sometimes it's, I think some people even feel like they have to lie and say they're quote mm-hmm. sick. And, yeah. you know, that's just take the time you need. But um, obvious things that we've talked extensively about our exercise, like, you know, yoga is a big one for obviously you and I, but whatever type of exercise feeds you. Um, I was noticing the other day, like, cause I've had, I've been having some really bad headaches. And so yoga is really hard for me right now because it's painful to put my head down. And so I'm like, I need to get back to the gym and I'm really like craving like a spin class or something. Like I miss that kind of like hardcore energy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I might die, but I'm going to go do it. You know? So sometimes like, yeah. You know, so, uh, like for me, I always want to go to the yoga, but sometimes maybe I need something different. So just kind of looking at that, maybe. Um, meditating, huge. Oh, yeah. Um, Lindsay will post that we did a, well, is it, was it with Renee? No, I can't remember. Oh, no, we had a guest. I had a guest on when you were gone. Did you listen to that one? Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what number that one is, though. We'll have to ask Lindsay. Yeah, it was Melissa. She's excellent. So yeah, we'll post that. But there's a great episode. We had an awesome guest on that talked about meditation. Um, and this last one, we'll, we'll finish with this one because we're running out of time, but overcoming decision fatigue. And this is really important because we make so many decisions in the day. I feel like we could do a whole episode on this. So we'll just touch on it and then maybe we'll... Yeah, we we'll... should because oh, this is a biggie. Yeah, and I... You know, so you you could talk about rituals, bedtime rituals, morning rituals, meal planning, Nicole's expertise, um, <laughs> but basically making things like not putting your life on autopilot. That sounds terrible. But some of the things that, you know, need to get done, making them incredibly efficient. And so you don't have to make decisions all the time. We we just like so we've been really stressed about food and I've talked about this so many times because we don't cook. And so we're constantly trying to find solutions. So we did Blue Apron for a while. But then even that, like it's this huge production and we don't have time with both kids and blah, blah, blah. And so we were literally eating like Chipotle every day. And so, I mean, I had a breakdown moment. I mean, I was like, we can't feed our kids this. We can't. And so we decided to go to Snap Kitchen. Have you been there? Oh, yes. Mm hmm. And they're not a sponsor, so we're not making money off this. But um, so I just went in and I was like, what's good? And I just like bought like a ton of stuff. Everything in there is gluten free. So, of course, I'm like in heaven because I can't eat gluten. So that was amazing. Um, But everything's prepared fresh. They have everything like all the nutritional value there. You can order beforehand. So like we, we did that. And then Thursday night, we're like, okay, what meals do we need for the next three days? We ordered it online. And then John's just going to pick it up on his way home from work. And I'm like, okay. And this isn't any more expensive than what we were spending before. It's probably actually cheaper. Um, and we'll get like more nutritious meals. And so, I mean, I don't know how long this will last. And But I know there's several companies that do something like this. And I just had to shift my brain and be like, okay, this is, this is, the, this is a good solution, you know? And how much like stress did you just like save yourself from having to think about like what's for dinner tonight? (laughs) Yeah. And we don't like John and I don't have like the meals, like our go-to meals to cook are like pasta with sauce and spinach, you know, like, which is fine. But then, then we'll be like, okay, my mom just gave him pasta. 
Granny just gave him pasta. They had mac and cheese last night. And I'm like, oh, my God, we can't give him pasta again. You know what I mean? So, like, we don't have this, like, repertoire of healthy dishes that we cook because we just have never cooked. And so mm-hmm. for us, it's this huge deal of, like, finding the recipe, going to get everything. And we're not super efficient in the kitchen. I mean, I can cook, but it takes me a lot longer because I just don't do it that often, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So I thought, okay, well, this is amazing. And they even have a delivery service, so we might even do that, which is Score. (laughs) Yeah. But so, yeah, whatever you can do in your life to kind of automate in a sense that makes it less decisions. I mean, you're like amazing at this. Do you have any thoughts? Oh, man. So many thoughts. I think that decision fatigue is like such a big thing that happens that people are completely unaware of. It's like you have this fuel tank. And that's all your decision. Like you have this much decision making power every day. And if you wear it all out, like before you even leave the house to go to work in the morning, like, of course, the rest of your day is going to be exhausting. But like, think about all the things that you do in the morning. Like, what are we going to have for breakfast? What am I going to wear today? You know, if you have to do all of those thoughts, I feel like you just waste a lot of energy and you wear your you wear your decision fuel out. And so that's why I'm all about establishing not the whole autopilot routines, but like things that are just automatic for you on like Monday through Friday so that you can save some of that fuel for the rest of the day. Like you can use your energetic power for something else. Yeah. And this is also where you have to get disciplined. So as much as it like might not feel good in the moment to like meal plan or make all the lunches, like you just, mm-hmm. just do it and you'll, yeah. you'll feel so much better later. I remember we were talking, I think it was in teacher training and Katie, my manager now was, or no, maybe it was on a Facebook page. I can't remember. It was something with the staff and we were all sharing about different things. And oh yeah, like one of the girls was like, I really need help getting to yoga class. Like I need some accountability. So we got into kind of a discussion around that. And it was in one of the, I think the staff Facebook pages and Mm -hmm. you know people were saying like we'll put your stuff in the car and have it packed and that way you know you know that you're going to go to yoga and this and that and you know Katie said something like well I I um I lay out all my clothes for the week like on Sunday and have all the meals planned and and Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I was like wait you lay out all your clothes for the week like I was like I can't even I'm like you make me look unorganized and then Sarah was like Mm -hmm. okay you make me look like I'm on the fringes of society because that's like so far from what she does and we were we were giggling about how different we all are but um you know whatever level works for you that's obvious but I I can see I was like oh my god how amazingly free would that be on Sunday oh yeah everything planned out where you don't even have to think about it oh yeah girl that's exactly how we do it over here (laughs) I know I told her I said you I think I actually wrote that like you and Nicole are like just mm-hmm. made from the same cloth, cut from the yep. same cloth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, my crazy girls. <laughs> I love you. Uh, well, this was fun. Okay, so what's our keep it simple this week? So our keep it simple for this week is something that I've been hardcore working on. We've been talking a lot about softening and it's very apparent that I can be very rigid with my rules. So what I've been working on is embracing the rhythm of a day versus following a super strict scheduled routine down to the minute. So that goes back to my word flexible. So I'm trying to think of the day as having a more 
of a flow to it, which makes so much sense coming from the yoga world. So instead of like at 11.55 a.m., we're having lunch. <laughs> I still, I do it more of a like, I wait till I'm hungry kind of thing. Like instead, I just kind of let it flow with the rhythm. So find your flow, your rhythm of the day and let a little bit of that hardcore routine go. Cause I think it's easy to get stuck in a routine. Like lunch is at 1130. Are you even hungry at 1130? Like, am I hungry right now? <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Maybe you're not. Maybe you're not. <laughs> oh, well, I'm going to change my shout out. I had a, a sort of silly one, but I'm going to change it to something more important. And that's give a shout out to my mama. Cause she, um, she scheduled or canceled her day to take care of Luke so we could podcast and um, keep Luke home. So thanks, Mama and Nana. Aw, sweet Marie. I know. She's always taken one for the team. She's like super Nana. But it was so cute because I said to Luke, well, you stay home. Nana's going to pick you up. And he just like did this little jumpy dance. And he's like, Nana, Nana. It's so cute. Aw. <laughs> Oh my gosh, just wait. You just wait until Fiona is old enough to like express her love for your parents and you literally will lose your mind. It's the coolest thing. Oh, I can't even. Dude, we just rolled over and I had no idea I would be so excited about someone rolling over. (laughs) So so I can't wait for like whatever's next. Like the littlest things are just literally making me so excited. (laughs) Yeah, it is such a cool as as exhausting as it is it's such a cool job yeah it's a beautiful experience yeah oh yay well thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of spark as always if you haven't left a review for our podcast yet please do it really makes a difference for us and share this episode with your friends because we are on a mission this year to spread the love Um, You can find the show notes and blog posts, all the links to everything we're talking about. Lindsay's amazing. She'll put them all up at AngelaWagnerCoaching.com. Please follow us on Instagram and Facebook at CoachAWags and share suggestions, comments, pictures, and tag us with any questions that you have on social media. Remember this week to take the time to give thanks, raise a glass, and discover what it is that sparks you.